It's the Great Dante Read-Through. It's the Great Dante Read-Through, where we are reading through all of the comic strip, The Adventures of Nikolai Dante. Co-created by Robbie Morrison and Simon Fraser from the weekly science fiction anthology comic, 2000 AD. I'm Simon Fraser. And I'm Edie Nugent, freelance writer and Simon's wife. Join us as we swashbuckle our way through the Russian Empire of the future. Warning, there will be spoilers. We will be talking in depth about these comics, so if you haven't read them yet, listen at your own risk. To join our book club and read along with us, go to shop.2000ad.com to pick up the books in hard copy or digital. Today we're reading Russia's Greatest Love Machine and the Gentleman Thief, found in Prague's 1066 to 1070. Hi, Simon. Hi, Eden. So, who wrote this? Who drew this? Who lettered this? Well, it's written by Robbie Morrison, as always, and it is lettered by Annie Parkhouse, as always, but it is drawn in this exceptional occasion by Space Boy, a.k.a. Chris Weston. Okay, what is this Space Boy thing that right. you're talking okay. about? Uh, preface to this story. Um, so, uh, Robbie was visiting me when I was living in Rome at the time, and we were going to the sites together, and we were going to the Vatican. And he got an email from Dave Bishop at the time that he wanted, uh, Dave Bishop wanted a story for the 2008 sex special. Okay, so this is... This is a thing that 2008 does. This is honestly a thing that 2008 They have a sex special. ...thought was a good idea. Now, they'd never done This it was their first. Okay. First time. Only time. Hopefully the only time. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a thing that Dave Bishop wanted to do. Somehow felt that 2008 could do this. Um, so Robbie, because Dante was maybe the only strip in 2008 that actually handled sex in any way, it's like, well, what's what's what do we do that's different? Um, and he came up with this, which is basically him riffing on a Boney M song, uh, Ra Ra Rasputin, Russia's Greatest Love Machine, uh, and using the House of Rasputin for a cheap, dumb gag. Okay. Uh, now, I wanted to draw this. I really did. We talked about it while we were queuing to get into the Vatican. I really wanted to draw this. The perfect I, place to talk about a sex issue, frankly, is when you're was, about to go into the Vatican. The irony was not lost on us. Um, so anyway, Robbie submitted the script, but I didn't have time to draw it because I was too busy working on the next story. So we got a substitute. The substitute being um, the amazing Chris Weston, who is, um, I'm sure, known to everyone who reads 2000 AD, but also a lot of people who read American comics too because he's made a name for himself because he is an utter maniac. He is... The Detail King par excellence. And he really went for it with this story. I think he had a lot of fun. So you still haven't told me what Space Boy is about. Space Boy was because he didn't want to sign it. Oh, that was his pen name. Yes, he was embarrassed. That was like his E.L. James Bingo. Bingo. thing. Now he's signed it. I mean, it's now it's in written here. Fifty but Shades of Chris Weston. Chris Weston. Wow. Pervy, pervy man. Okay. Um, well, let's yeah. get into it. Um so we are at the mansion of Lady, can you help me pronounce this? Eudosia? Uh, Eudosia Lucian. Eudosia Lucian. And we open with a beautiful shot of the lady's breasts. Yes. Dante's oogling them, as are we. Yes. And he's saying nice beard, but we're only seeing the lady from the back. Yes. 
Now, let me should also add here that uh, originally this lady was drawn full frontal, fully naked, uh, but the G-string, which is there, was drawn on in ballpoint onto the original artwork by editorial. You can tell. Yes. I mean, when I saw this, <laughs> I thought, wait a minute, why is Chris Weston drawing her her legs that way it, yeah. it, like a mannequin yeah and yeah. then i realized oh wait no they're they're trying there's actually a little yeah. tiny fringe yeah. they've added to the top of her pubis area that's i think meant to be like lace or like elastic it's really tiny but you can because see this they little thought that would help they thought honestly that would help and she's Bless. so lovely and they're just like scrawling on it i know and look at the next page legs panel which is like full-on orgy yeah, they've drawn on and a little that, thong on, know, on this gal it's, here it's, as well. It's oh, it's beautiful. It's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. these I things know. happen. Yes. So I, I love that that wasn't him, though, that that was just no. like ballpoint. No. The art from, I, I, I'm trying, struggling to think of another occasion where artwork in 2002 was actually censored in my experience. And frankly, no. Okay. I don't know. Did did she have like a vulva and they covered it up or he just drew like a... like. Like Bush, pubic hair there, right? Bush, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I so, as far okay. as I remember. Interesting. Okay, so what we find out yes. is that um, the lady is a, a Eudosha. I'm just going to say Eudosha. Eudosha Lucian. Yeah, yes. I'm just going to say yep. Eudosha. Eudosha is part of the Devil's Martyrs, an mm -hmm. imperial cult fanatically devoted to the hedonistic Grigory Rasputin, the Mad Monk. Indeed. Uh, whose corrupt influence over the last czar of the First Empire contributed to its downfall many centuries ago and there's a story that i want to find out about how that happened uh, do we, we never it's, find it's out do we the, the original story of rasputin no, no, no. oh we're, we're mixing into real history yeah i know he's a real guy i actually um one of one of my exes he had a, a extended family member who made money by pretending to channel rasputin and give people life advice like life wow. coaching wow I think that's what Rasputin's gig was. So that's maybe, like his maybe whole he thing. Was, maybe he was legit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he really did. I mean, it might have been for realsies. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole shtick with Rasputin was I think that he, he was, was just an ex Scientologist. But <laughs> um, listen, Amazing. there are there are worse figures that have been used to found cults on. Rasputin was definitely a unique unique character. Right. Um, and um, all I really know is that that a lot of the the czars friends and allies really wanted rid of him and tried to kill him and he was very very hard to kill okay. and eventually they dropped him in a river with bullets in him and he still it was it was, it was difficult and the to cat kill. came back yeah. the very Bingo. next day yeah that okay so we have a let's let's get back to chris yeah. weston space boys amazing yes. pile of bodies here pile of bodies. i mean just wow <laughs> And I love uh, Rasputin, uh, like, lording over them with these eyes. He looks like Charlie Manson. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so then we basically have Dante and uh, Eudosha. She's throwing herself at him, yes. which is normally Dante's favorite time yeah, of life. Right. And he has to run away and excuse himself suddenly. Yes. Yeah. And he lies about it. So it seems like he's a little ashamed that he's running away. He's, yeah, he's got some latent homophobia going on. There. Well, he's saying, get a grip on yourself. She's beautiful. She's just a little hairy. Yes. And the crest is basically like, even even the crest is disappointed in Dante. That's just kind of wonderful. It may be the only time the crest is actually taking the moral high ground here. Right. Well, it's it's very interesting. So he's basically saying, yeah, you know, 
He's arguing with the crest and saying, but she's got a bushier beard than I do. Yes. And the crest, crest is bringing him up and saying he's homophobic or maybe it's something deeper. Maybe he's afraid he'll like it, which, you know, just is homophobia. That's what homophobia yeah, is, indeed, crest. Indeed, indeed, but yeah. um, in any event, uh, then Dante gets very like heteronormative for a minute and saying, you know, I'd run you through for that crest. I'm proving I'm hetero from head to toe. And he's ripping his shirt open yeah. while he's saying it. Yeah. I mean, this this shot and this phrase is kind of so, like, cheesy. It's it's almost satire, but it's not entirely all the way there. I would have liked it to be a bit more obviously satire if that's what was being gone There's for. There's rarely a low-hanging cheese that Robbie won't grab. Right. Uh, and this certainly is... Yeah, yeah on the cheesy side yeah i mean i'm that, that's what i mean is like if we're laughing at dante for being such an idiot about mm, this then yeah. that's great but there's just something about it that isn't quite all the way there for me where we're not yeah, totally yeah. sure that he's the joke mm. and she kind of still feels like the joke a little bit and that's what's disappointing about it to me can but I, yes please. can i just say what yes. isn't the joke which what? is the amount of work that chris <laughs> put into this story it's it truly incredible insane. it's beautiful the insects the little decorative detailing. He's done his research. He's gone and looked online, and, or even this maybe predates online. Maybe he has books about this stuff, and he's designed this bathhouse. He's got all this beautiful yeah. artwork on the walls. There's like it's different insane. kinds of of stonework happening in the yeah. bathroom. There's like the the reflections of the water in the it's tub ridiculous. with like different animal spigots. It's really it yes. really is something. And then there's all this like sort of inset framing detailing happening. So let's put the, the thing about this is the first time that anyone except me had drawn Dante at this point. So Chris is definitely trying to show me up because <laughs> he's like so far ahead. Yeah. In this stage. I mean, really my work is like garbage right. comparatively. Um, so it's like, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> nice going, Chris. Appreciate it. Uh, but at the same time, there's lots of kind of weird things in it. And like, it's, it, it's so, such a different way of drawing things than I would do it, which is nice to see. And it's one of the nice things about, we did later choose to have other artists draw it. And there was a deliberate policy of not choosing artists that looked like me so that it was, you know, add some color right. and some variety to the yeah. whole thing. Um, and that, that's great. That was great. And this is definitely not. I mean, even now yeah, I wouldn't is, draw anything quite this like this. It's so dense. It's really ornate and, and lovely. Yeah. Uh, like I love this this woman just sitting up in the like illuminated frame around yeah. Dante yeah. kissing out uh, kissing who turns out to be the butler. Yes. The butler. Um, because he's so uh, psyching himself up there to go in and make out with this right. chick with a beard. Um, that he ends so. up kissing the butler yeah. and not really looking at what he's doing. Yes. Um, meanwhile. Uh, Eudosha's like lounging on the bed, like, what are yeah. you doing with the butler? And we the have our, our favorite phallic symbol in Dante, which is a bottle of champagne. Right. And that was like just positioned right. In, you know, that Always. was like the Austin Powers, yeah. like right in it's... front of the genitals thing. Um, very cute. Uh, and I, I must say that the butler looks very happy to have been kissed by Dante. He, he seems like a, very pleased seems with like it. like an attractive young man. Um, but yeah, you know, this line about like, oh, you're going to need this here. Drink this champagne to like right. get through screwing mm -hmm. this gorgeous woman mm -hmm. who happens to have a beard i'm just like <laughs> like okay yeah, i mean times times have moved on 
I love her though. I'm disappointed, Nikolai. Like it's interesting. It's like in there. Mm. It's there in the writing where she's saying, like, I thought you, you know, you'd be more open-minded, this mm. big ladies' man. Yeah. And you kind of are just like, Yeah, Eudosha, we we thought he was. We're, we're, yeah. Where's is... where's our sexual Randy man? Like he's, he's much more fun when he's less um prudish, inhibited. To put prudish and Dante in the same sentence feels so wrong, but know. you know. There we go. Anyway, well it's interesting, right? It proves that it, he has grown as a character. Yes, he has. Um yeah. and so then he says, let's bump some bristles, and then we get mm -hmm. Chris Weston drawing a lovely montage of like, I don't know how many sexual positions we've got going on here. It's like one, two, three, four, three, two, three. I mean at least what, twenty? Chris is getting something off his chest here, clearly. <laughs> this is something he's there's a lot happening. Been thinking about. There really is a lot gave, happening. He gave a lot of attention to this. It's true. Certainly wasn't paid as much for as much work as he did. Wow. There's no way. Um, it's just ridiculous. Well, it looks much. great. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. I know. It's That's wonderful. It's... Um, and so then we get our our catchphrase that the whole thing was based on the rah rah Rasputin, Russia's yeah. greatest love machine. Yeah. There was a cat who was really cool. Low hanging cheese. And I mean, you know. <laughs> I love, I love, I love cheese. You know that. Um, I love it. Uh, and he says, "Love them and leave them, and relieve them of their jewelry when they can't, when you can." Yeah. And then he says he couldn't last another round because his face is killing him. Normally, he's the one leaving the ladies with stubble burns. Yeah. So she, he's got some stubble burns. Now. Yeah. And there yeah. we go. Yeah. A fun romp. <laughs> where we get a little annoyed at Dante, but in the end, it, it's all good. In the end, he doesn't I mean, disappoint us. It was far from the worst thing in the 2008 sex special. Not that, pointing the way you're saying that, it doesn't sound like that was a high bar. It wasn't very no. special. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't special. Oh you my know who goodness. you are. Um, okay, so we are moving on next to Gentleman Thief. Gentleman Thief. And, of course, Robbie Morrison wrote it. Who drew it? Who's coloring it? Who's lettering it? Well, I drew it. Um, it was colored by Alison Kirkpatrick, and it was lettered by Annie Parkhouse. Fantastic. And so we open in the Hotel Yalta. Yes. Pleasure resort of the imperial aristocracy. Aristocracy, yeah. Now, the thing That's about... That's how you pronounce that word. Aristos, <laughs> yes. Um, the, the architecture is going very classical now, because yeah. I've been living in Rome for nearly a year. Ah, you can see that influence. Yeah, Look at that. Can. Yeah, so all the all the architecture is very Roman looking. Right. Um, lots of arches, lots of pillars. Um, so we are at this pleasure resort. I, I do love that this, you know, uh, dictatorial world empire seems mm. very con concerned with seductresses, imperial pleasure palaces. Yeah. These are like key components yeah, of I their mean, their true. ruling class. It's, I mean, largely one percent crap because I don't think we deal with the, the whole. But I mean, like, I much. feel like our one percent, like the real one percent, is like way more boring than this. Probably. I feel like it would be, you know, mm. if you if you want to make us like hate you less, the way to do it is to live it up this way. I mean, I, well, listen, there's some glamour to it. It was yeah, the thing. It was they're really doing it. It's I mean, if you're gonna one percent, like go for it. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So then we meet the Contessa de Winter. Yay. A a beautiful, beautiful lady. Not the first Alexandre Dumas reference we had, and not the last. Well, uh, this one is is a favorite of mine. Look at her. She's gorgeous. Based on Rita Hayworth. 
oh, that's why I like her so much. There you go. Yeah. Oh. I was a big fan of Rita Hayworth at this point. Still I was not a big right. fan of Rita Hayworth. I Look at her. To draw She's Rita so Hayworth pretty. In story and, that, and Robbie said, okay, that's what you do. And I love her outfit too. This yeah. like brocade sort of jacket yeah. on, the, of, on the shoulders and her hair. I think I was looking a lot at um, Vivian Westwood and Rifa Osbeck at the time. Which mm. is where a lot of this comes from. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then we find out that Dante is taking up an entire floor of this pleasure palace. Yeah. And we get a wonderful full page spread of Dante's three week party yeah. that he's been having. Yeah, some improbable things happening here. You know, I'm very concerned about these floating sex couches because I feel like <laughs> they are just asking for you to fall off the edge and die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's dangerous. It's a party. It looks super dangerous. I'm yeah. really scared for these people over here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I mean, it looks like a great time. I mean, there are people that look like they might be dead laying on the floor. I'm not sure if there's any guidelines. I don't think there's any guidelines given as to how what could be shown. They kind of trusted us on that. You know my favorite detail on this whole page? What's that? Just the random red balloon floating up on its own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on there? That's a uh, reference to Italian cinema. Obviously. Oh, the red balloon. Obviously. Which totally belongs. You know, when I think of the red balloon, that, that very moving short, I yes. think of sex party. Three-week sex party. Yeah. That's I mean, a mashup. In fairness, I, I just drew a balloon <laughs> yeah. and uh, Allison colored it red. So. Got it. Yeah. She's making the reference. She's right. making it. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, blame it on Allison. Oh, there are a couple over here, too. It has yeah, friends. Lots of balloons. It's not alone. And there's a guy seemingly playing playing a double bass, hanging by his naked, foot from a chandelier. Naked, hanging upside down from a chandelier. I don't know how that happens. I don't, um, don't ask me to explain. And this guy, my this is my second favorite detail about yeah. this page, is the guy who's wearing a bra yes. and with his arms spread open like he's having the time of his life and, and a dress. Holding, he's and he's a holding chick. a chicken. Yes. As you do. <laughs> also, that bra does not fit him. That must that must be hurting. Listen, you know, you just let it ride up a little, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a Fair big enough. deal. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, so this is a great party. It's, um, it's a big party. It's a great party, mm -hmm. and Dante is flashing his crest. As he does. Uh, to this lovely young thing sitting mm -hmm. on his lap. Yes. Who is showing him her crest? Yes. So the, the assumption here is now that Dante's become a cultural figure, and that people are now kind of like trying to be like him, or at least like trying to influence by him. He's an influencer. Oh, he's an influencer. Yeah, that, that would be. One oh my gosh! Can you imagine Dante's Instagram? Oh, we could do that, actually. We should Just do that make much. Dante's Instagram? <laughs> make it up as we go. <laughs> so the, the lady in question is based on Anna Nicole Smith, I think, who was the big thing at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, not as big as Anna Nicole Smith is because I didn't want her to be so huge in the chair that she overwhelmed Dante. So right. I made a slightly small version of Anna Nicole Smith. Right. Yes. Not, as, not as tall and statuesque yeah, as, as Anna. Not as tall. She would dwarf Dante. Because wasn't she like six feet tall or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. She's a very tall lady. But, uh, um, but I do love that his his bottle is overflowing on his fist like when I she said, when she opens up and shows him yeah. her crest. Our which is tattooed metaphor, across her rather um, lovely bosoms. Indeed. Yes. It's our favorite metaphor, as I said. Mm -hmm. The exploding bottle of champagne. Yes. Subtle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so subtle. Uh, and so then, uh, Dante is being confronted by this man in uniform who's basically like, you stole this entire floor that is normally reserved for me and my troops. Yeah. And Dante's like, listen, this place sells rooms to the highest bidder. Mm -hmm. Get off my jack. Yeah. Um, and, uh. Of course his name is. Captain Arbatov. Captain Arbatov. Drink. 
Yeah. It's like a drinking game yeah, for this podcast now. Whenever we mention Arbatov, yeah. you got to drink. Yeah, take a slow. Um, of whatever your preferred beverage is. Captain Cannon Fodder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's now adding to the list. It's like the old lady who swallowed the fly. Yeah, he's like, know. swallowed the fly. Da, 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 da. It's like, one of my brothers is skinned alive. The other one was hurled on the palace. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just going to get longer the more yeah, we run into him, it's right? It's never going to stop. Okay. That joke. Also, just, we'll never get old. It'll we'll get old and we'll get you and it'll <laughs> old again and it'll bring it back again. And just. it was the czar who kicked him off that floating platform. Like, Dante had nothing to do with it. So, yes. like, come on, dude. Um, so then he throws Anna Nicole Smith off mm-hmm. the mini Annie Nicole Smith off yes. the floating chair, yes. uh, cuts through it, starts attacking Dante. And mm-hmm. uh, Halt, the guy who owns, this is, I guess, the, the manager, manager of the of Hotel kind. Yalta. Loosely based on Stephen Fry, if I recall. Oh. Oh, I see that. I was going to say I like his tunic. So, yeah, he's got a sort of um, mirror jacket mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and the kind of, like... And who are these guys, the security guys? The Berez Enforcers. The Berez Enforcers. And you designed these I based did. on who? What? Based on, I don't know. No? Yeah, you don't I don't know? remember. Because um, they're amazing. They're supposed to be like the ultimate kind of bouncer. Mm-hmm. Uh, something. Like I love them. They look like kind of like um, kind of like a, a dog face and a, a hammerhead shark or, you know. Looking at them there, I'm thinking there maybe was some from Kilowog from the Green Lantern Corps in there, mm-hmm. but I couldn't be sure. They're awesome. Also, they look like they have eczema. Yeah. It looks like if they tried to like <laughs> hug you because and throw you out, like you would get skin Whatever. flaked all over you and it'd be just super have, gross. I think they just have freckles. I think they have freckles. Oh, that's, really well, that's nice. They're sensitive to the sun, that's all. Aww. Allison did the freckles. So. I love it. It's great. It's a great yeah. detail. Like You could easily see this being colored in like a flat color of some mm-hmm. kind, and this is much more interesting. Yeah, um, I know. So, yay, Allison. Yes. Um, okay, so he brings in the heavies and... Basically, Stephen Fry. Yeah, that's very Stephen Fry. Look at and, that. Yes. Um, nobody gets out of here without singing the blues. Nobody gets out of here without paying and their, their bill. bill. Yeah. Um, and Catchy. the Winter Palace is contacting him, and Lulu comes in on a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells Dante the bad news yeah. that the czar mm-hmm. is not... Is it the czar? No. All the Romanov families. The Romanov family, sorry, not the czar. The wealth is based on the lands they control. And right. Dante, of course, controls... Rudenstein, which is the poorest province in a whole of... of uh, yes, the Ewok village. Yeah. Yes. And um, as a result, Dante has probably bankrupted them like several times over with his party. And that uh, if if they can't pay, yeah. that its inhabitants will be sent to a gulag to repay the debt you've burdened them with. Yes. Oops. Yeah. Nice going hero of the people. Yeah. Um. So then she poofs out and he's left figuring out how he's going to... Yeah. Pay for this party. Undeterred. Uh-huh. Singularly unconcerned with the moral quandary he's put himself yes. into. Yes. Um, well, listen, you know, fake it till you make it. Yeah. This is this is a good that, way to go through another, these kind of situations. That would be another Dante catchphrase if Robbie had put that in. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the undercurrent. It's yeah. definitely he's definitely saying that without definitely. saying it. Um okay, so then we go to the bedchamber of the yeah. Contessa de Winter, and she is being uh, aggressively rather, wooed, yeah, tediously uh, <laughs> hit on by this general general shitov. So, yeah. did he mean to drop his pants? Yes, he did. I Look, he's he did. Un- yes, he's, he's unbuckling, unbuckling there. Unbuckling his pants. Okay, so he's getting ready to drop his his yes. pants. 
He's like not, he's barely in the door. Yes. He and he's taking he's also his like buckle a foot off. Shorter than he's her. yeah, he's gross. Um yeah. he's gross. Uh not because he's a foot shorter than her, but because he's just like stripping the minute he's walking in the door. Like and he's waving a weapon as well. Also waving a weapon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where's the safe word? They did not discuss this. Yeah. And of course, in comes the dread pirate Roberts. I mean yes. the gentleman thief. Indeed. Yes. yes. Um, this is a very like Clark Kent sort of uh get up like, oh, it's it, that couldn't be You'll Dante. Never, You'll never guess. <laughs> never guess who that is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, he's wearing the same outfit. He's just like put a mask on over his eyes. Right. So mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so then uh, then we have a little like uh, insert here from the Brigands of the Empire by Maria, Maria Beria. Yeah. She uh, gets quoted a lot. Basically saying, you know, this is this is a thing that happened. This gentleman thief came around and started mm-hmm. uh, stealing stuff. Yeah. Um, and he has a fight with this shit off. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he he gets upset that he Dante is saying that he's got uh, dingleberries. Yeah. And he says. My hygiene is beyond reproach. Subtle. It's like I said. wild. It's um, <clears throat> so, got it. Uh, so he punches him out, uh, steals his wallet, and mm-hmm. then we see the Comtessa pulling a gun out of her uh, garter belt um, with mm-hmm. a gorgeous dress on. And she just looks incredible. Is that meant to be velvet? Blue yes, velvet? Blue velvet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to wear it. I want to see her wear it. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Yep. And then she pulls the the little gun up to her face and looks fantastic. And then they make out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's great. Hmm. Um. So then we have a great shot of Dante swinging out over the courtyard. For, for another another conveniently placed flagpole. flagpole. So many flagpoles yeah. in the Empire. <laughs> they never see, They never stop putting them out there. They're so important. So important. Like, really, everyone's trying to kill Dante, like, through mm. these whole comics. All they need to do is grease the flagpole and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Put some, like, pigeon spikes on them. Know, that's, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> that no would be the end of him. Thief. No more gentlemen. The gentleman. The gentleman squishy spot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah. then we have some great uh, action shots of... Uh, I guess a, a cruiser, Imperial cruiser coming drone in and thing. drone yeah. trying to find him. Yeah. And he swings uh, off the conveniently placed flagpole mm-hmm. and into the bed chamber of a woman who we don't really get her name. I don't no, think she doesn't have a name. Um, and uh, she is up for it. And we get yeah. a little insert here from the Imperial times, basically saying that now because this thief has been coming and seducing people and stealing their money, that mm-hmm. the uh, noble ladies are coming to Yalta mm-hmm. with money specifically to be, to be ravished yes. and have their money By stolen. Saucy so this is yeah. some yeah. financial like Dom stuff. take me and take my money she says um which i love and unfortunately dante's disappointing here again he's like oh i'm tired oh she's you know she's a larger lady so i'm just oh too much Yeah. yeah um but so that's just disappointing. But she does not care at all, nope. and I just love her. She is smiling the whole way through and throwing him across the Listen, room. At the end of the thing, the story concludes with him coming out of the the room, apparently having done his duty. So he may have had again 
we come back to he may have had regrets going in, but he did the business. He did do the business, but he's he's sort of like acting like it was a lot of work and you know he's just he's not i mean he's he calls her a beached whale yeah that's that's me that's just me i am not about it um you know there are other ways we we could have described this encounter that would have been funny um (laughs) you know too much woman for me even i would have let you i would have let you get away with it but But anyway so moving right along that wasn't very nice Dante. Dante. i'm very happy to see him with a bunch of guns in his face immediately after because i'm Mm -hmm. like good yeah (laughs) that's what you get get for being being such a gentleman thief my eye calling your partners a beached whale um okay so then all these guns i actually referenced did you yeah, I referenced a whole bunch of like early semi-automatic automatic weapons. So there's a Borsharp pistol, there's an early Moser pistol. What's there's this one here? Borsharp pistol. It's What's the a precursor. Pistol? It's the precursor to the Luger Parabellum. It's got the same kind of spring action. But anyway, there was just no, pist- no, no. I pistol, want to hear your nerdy gun pistol stuff. nurdery. Uh, it was stuff, stuff I referenced all these kind of World War pre World War One automatic weapons because I thought they looked really cool. They do gun, look really cool. Guns got really boring after John M. Browning. I think it became after the 1911 pistol, everything mm-hmm. became kind of very standardized. But before that, there was all these weird and wonderful ways of making um, pistols automatically load, and they look much much cooler. So that's they why, do look why cool. these guns are the way they are. Definitely check out the guns. In this I don't think I ever did that with, again. Um, just something I enjoyed doing. Yeah. Anyway, and he gets grabbed. Yes. By what are the name again? The, the eczema guys. The Beres. Beres. The Beres enforcers. Beres enforcers yeah. come in and. Um, they're basically in his room interrogating him and saying um, that he's the gentleman thief. Yes. And this is Arbatov, right? Or no? Arbatov, yeah. It's That's Arbatov, Arbatov, right? Which is immediately apparent to everybody, basically. We know exactly. Yeah, right. It's the, it, the you're not exactly the world's greatest detective there, yeah, Arbatov. None of this, like, is, none of this requires <laughs> He any seems really proud of himself for figuring it out, though. <laughs> and look at his face. Yes. I deduce. Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. Columbo, dude. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then um, there's mention of the bill again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arbatov lays out his theory about why he's, you know, yeah. sleeping with people and robbing mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. because of uh, Rudenstein. Ex- yeah. And exposition. Exposition. Right. Um, and then. Um, Dante basically says, uh, you know, thanks for telling me a nice little story. And then nuts him in the face. And yeah, and then head like head smashes him. And then runs out of the window. And yeah, because, jumps out the window. Because Nikolai Dante just runs out of windows. He just runs and jumps out of stuff and just assumes Hoping for the best. <laughs> something's gonna happen. And as um, it is, there are things out the window to catch on to. Chess horses, yeah, flying chess, chess horses, horses. Yes. and then we find out that the chess horses are like uh, connected to their riders, yes. um, they uh, so you can't steal them. Yeah, theoretically. Theoretically, but the crest. Yes. The crest, crest. rewires them. Yes. So the crest is really just like this, you know, embodiment of class privilege. Ye- just gets around everything. You know, because basically it's like. Oh no, you can't steal these. They're like, you know, biomechanically linked to their riders, mm-hmm. except nah. Nah. 
you got enough money to get a cool crest and guess what? It'll rewrite it for you. Like he gets out of so many things because of the crest MacGuffin. Yeah. But if you think about it, it makes sense because it's literally the Deus Ex Machina. Well, but his whole life changes the minute he finds out that he's got a little bit of Royal blood in him and then he's able to slide out of scrapes even better than before. And that Mm -hmm. makes sense in this world. White Russian privilege for sure. Um, and we have some nice vertical panels. Yes, lots of narrow vertical panels, yes, which I love. Yes, I know. I love them. And, and you can see the delight with which you are enjoying speed lines. the speed lines. Speeds. Dante being jerked up on this horse yeah. Yeah. very quickly. Indeed. And uh, getting into a crazy battle with Gunhawks, they're called. Gunhawks. Gun yes, they're like aerial drones. And uh, then he ends up crashing his own party, as he says, crashing yep. through the windows back into the palace. Or um, mm-hmm. it's not really a palace. So. A hotel. hotel. Hotel function suite. The hotel party. Hope. General Shitov. And Shitov has, has managed to worm his way into, into Dante's party with yes. a new pair of stripy pants. Yes. And um, Dante manages to punch him out again. Because. Because why would you? Because he's called Shitov, which is yeah. obviously makes He's him, there for us to hate him. In, in fact. And and it works. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's some more uh, bam, pow, whiz, bang. Yes. And he's fighting with the... Uh, the Bears, the bears, bears Enforcer. Yeah, he hits the Bears Enforcer. Bears Enforcer. And ends his, up in the chandelier. Yeah. And then brings the chandelier down on yeah, the guy. Um and luck doesn't begin to cover it. Uh, yes, and then Contessa uh, is like, "By the way, I knew you were the gentleman thief as well as because said, of how you kiss." Luck doesn't begin to cover it. And I mean, not because of how you kiss, because like he looks exactly like the same, and you were inches from his face. But okay, Bingo. Um, sure. A she woman of breeding can tell from him. a kiss. A woman of breeding can tell what's literally inches from her face. Right. But mm-hmm. um, okay. So they fight mm-hmm. some more, and then uh, Dante manages to steal up into the mainframe yeah. of the hotel, and mm-hmm. again hacks in with his class privilege, yeah. <laughs> aka mm-hmm. the crest, yep. and manages to have the crest hack his way out of the debt. So basically, um, mimics the retinal scan and the mm-hmm. palm print of Arbatov, yep. who then uh, says the czar will pay for this. Mm-hmm like, month-long party, I guess, now. It should be pointed out, I think, at this point, that uh, Dante gets referred to as a thief a lot, um, but I think this is one of the very few times we actually did him have him steal something. Where you had him steal something? Yeah, he actually, he actually thieved money from people, yeah. And he didn't normally do that. I mean, he was called the thief yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was kind of, like, off-screen. Yeah. His, right, his we didn't see it, kind of we unseen. just heard about it. But yeah, he actually, is. this is a, a straight-up heist here. He's stealing money from And people. he stole the Imperial Seductress's underwear. That too. Yeah. So yeah, he is a thief. So, yeah. but, you know, I mean, she threw it at him, but he yeah. tried to resell it. So. Yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so he so he, he works this around, mm-hmm. gets the Tsar to pay for his party, which is pretty great. I mean, if you're the Romanovs, I know they're like all annoyed with Dante mm-hmm. half the time. But, like, yeah. really, if you want to stick it to the czar, I mean, getting him to pay for, like, your month-long sex party at, like, this really expensive hotel is pretty great. Sure. You know? I mean, assuming he gets away with it, he does. It seems like it. Yeah. Um, so then he makes out with the Contessa again, because of course you would. Of course he does. And um, the hotel knows that he's fudged the reports here, but yes. they don't want to lose their reputation as yeah. being a trusted 
yeah. uh, business where rich people can just spend their money and not get hacked. Yeah. Uh, right. So they decide to just go with it. Yeah. And then the Contessa runs away when Dante's not looking. Mm-hmm. And Dante uh, brings his bag of tricks that is meant to hold all of his booty that he stole mm-hmm. while getting booty. And He's inside gone. it is just the, the underwear yes. of the Contessa scrawled on it, I think, in lipstick. For every mm-hmm. gentleman thief, there's a lady who will steal his heart. Mm-hmm. And we get a beautiful image of the Contessa here in her amazing underwear and the best boots I've ever seen in my life. And I want these. If you ever see where you can buy these blue I'll, velvet boots, Simon, please. I'll work it out. I have drawn that page, that image again, like four times as commissions pieces because she looks fantastic that's yeah. why and she's covered in jewels and money yeah. i mean and she's got sex hair <laughs> and she's like you know it's sex hair you put blush in her cheeks you know what's going on here i remember the glad's allison did that oh that is allison. Blush, i'm right? sorry yeah, allison gave allison. her allison. gave her sex blush to go with your sex hair right yeah, yeah. amazing there we go that's the end of that story i love her contessa de winter comes yeah back. i I, I want to run away with her I think Dante wants to as well. But she, no, she's... Dante can't have her. Okay. No, he messed it up. Right. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell her if I ever meet Please her again. Please do. <laughs> she's amazing. She can steal all my money. It's yeah. fine. I don't have very much, but it's yours, honey. It's oh, yours. Thanks. So, so that's yeah, it. that's it. That's it. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So Dante actually steals things and has lots of sex. And then somebody steals from him. Yeah. But he doesn't ever get to sleep with the Contessa. He just gets to make out with her a couple times. True. They don't actually have sex. I think they do later. I'm not sure. Well, I can't remember. Let's don't. get. We'll get to yes. that. We'll get to that. She's a recurring character. Get inside that velvet dress yeah. that I saw. Yeah. We had to have some um, female characters who actually most of the female characters get the better of Dante in some way. So yeah, she's one of many. It's very entertaining. I mean, mm. I love it. Just that was so great. I feel like that's such you know. If I was, I was saying to you before, if I was going to give someone a Dante story to read and say this is mm-hmm. Dante, yeah. it would be this one. It really? would be Gentleman Thief, yeah. Okay. Because it's just kind of got everything. It's got mm-hmm. like your little sprinkling of of what the greater world building stuff is, but mm-hmm. it's just this wonderful, fun, silly romp. Yeah, definitely romp. Yeah, and some great art. Well, I think Alison deserves a lot of credit for that too. I think she did a great job on the she coloring. She did do a great job on great the coloring. Job. And Annie did lovely, lovely lettering, as always. Mm. Love it. I love okay. that you're doing Dante with, with two women. Yeah. 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 It's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah. Allison, unfortunately, had to quit after a while. But yes, uh, yes it was very good. She, she was, was here she, for the beginning. She was here for the beginning. All right. So we're closing the book on Dante for today, but we will be back next week with the mm. full Dante. Full Dante. And the Moscow duelists found yeah. in Prague's uh, 1071 to 1075. Yeah, the full Dante drawn by the inimitable Charlie Adlog. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if so, please subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at PodTGDR. Let us know what you think of the podcast of Dante Comics, whatever is on your mind. I'm Edie. I'm Simon. And we will catch you next time. See ya. Thank you.